0: Welcome to episode 198 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, marketing early season Major League Baseball games in bad weather cities. So Brian, here's the scenario cubs opening day two days ago it looked like a scene from twister it was 77 degrees at one point during the day literally within a matter of three hours it was torrential downpour 41 degrees and cold and once you get in wrigley field it is even colder and at one point in my career of living in chicago i had partial season tickets to the cubs first year that i moved here I was always waiting for if the Cubs ever win the World Series, I want season tickets. Well, guess what? That didn't happen for a couple more years after that. And I was stuck with tickets in early and mid April and May at 7 o'clock on a Tuesday against the Brewers where no one gives two craps. And you're like, well, what am I going to do? And literally, you can't give these tickets away. They could be $50 good seats and you could say, someone give me 15 bucks." You could give them to me for free and i would say sorry man i'm just not interested in going so this is certainly something that is an issue for many teams in major league baseball in bad weather cities in the first two months before it gets nice out so what would you do from a marketing perspective to get fans in the stadium because guess what the product is still the same you're still seeing the World Series Cubs, and MVP Chris Bryant, or take any other team. It doesn't even matter that it's the Cubs. You're still seeing the same product. Baseball just started. We should be excited. What would you do from a marketing perspective?
1: This is so easy, and I feel like most teams, especially in the MLB, leave this, off, leave this on the table. Let me ask you a question first. Who's your of the current uh, roster? Who is your favorite player on the Cubs? Anthony Rizzo. Okay, Great. To, um you know, what what day of the week was that game that you didn't go to even though you had tickets, or theoretically would have?
0: Uh hypothetically it would have been tw- twelve days, twelve different days worth. Okay. So great.
1: so 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 day one, who'd you say Rizzo? Anthony Rizzo? Yeah. yeah.
0: So dude, so
1: alright, so day one, cool. You know what? After the game, you're gonna get to meet any you know, the first thousand people into the stadium get to meet Rizzo. Day two, second you know, first thousand people in the stadium meet uh, you know who, Bryant, Chris Bryant, like whoever, go down the list, dude. Wouldn't you go if you got to meet your your idol? If you got to meet Rizzo, like hang out with him, take a photo, get a get a signature after the game? Would you Would you go now?
0: So of course. So is what Done. you're saying is I need a big carrot to be dangled, of course. but literally, literally, it's going to need to be for two months straight. So sure. hypothetically, So you're saying, all right, how about you go through the entire roster? Yeah, where. But yep. What if you're not? What if you're not one of the first thousand people? Because there's always going to be a certain level of fandom where the people are going to get there two hours ahead of time to get get the best seats. And let's appeal this to the casual fan because the diehards they're probably going to show up no matter what. They're always going to be there. But there's going to be the let's call it sixty percent of people who are not fair weather, but more casual or, Hey, I I love the Cubs or my team and I could take or leave it because here's, here's my thought process for the next two months. Uh, I'm not particularly interested in going to Wrigley unless the weather is nice. And ironically that my pirates are coming in town in two days to play the Cubs. And you know what I said to myself, you know what? I'll just see them when it's nice outside. And that's something that's very much a mindset of every fan that's out there because You're like, well, it's cold. We've been in Wrigley and other stadiums when it's not nice there. So what can you do that's going to appeal to me, fan number 1001? Ooh, sorry, dude. We just missed a cutoff here. And you're like, well, shit.
1: Yeah, but you're in the stadium now. You should have gotten there earlier, man. You should be be more attentive to your schedule. (laughs) (laughs) But no, but seriously. So, like, here's a couple things, though, right? Like, there is a legitimate logistical and timing issue with a certain amount of people. We probably couldn't even do a thousand people. Probably like five hundred or something like that, right? Maybe it's, you know, five hundred random fans get picked based on the tickets that were scanned at the door. And maybe it changes. Maybe tomorrow that's the deal. Maybe the next day it's the first five hundred or first hundred. Maybe the day after the, you know, people that leave the stadium after the game is completed will scan your ticket and will give you, uh, you know, something back. And you the next game you come to, you get a free hot dog or a beer or whatever. Like, create a scenario in which, well, shit, I'm going to stay around for that. Well, crap, I'm going to come early to meet a player and get, my, you know, my glove signed. Well, hey, maybe I go there and I'm randomly picked. I would do stuff like that, super, super high value that any fan would want to be a part of. On any level, you're never you're never going to get the ultra-casual fans to go during a 45-degree day. You're just not. That's the reality. So if you can at least get them, the super fans and the moderate fans and the decent fans to show up during that time frame, you're better off than had you not done those, done those things. And you're simultaneously creating a better connection with the players and the fans, which ultimately plays back into the long-term culture and viability of the team.
0: So, Brian, bobblehead promotions and posters and shirts and giveaways. No one cares. Well, well, correct. So we've been trained as sports fans. Oh, we got bobblehead giveaway. And you're like, oh, if you're one of the first thousand fans. And rarely am I that. And I want to try and solve the the larger issue. Because if I'm already trained, there's already a carrot in front of me. And I'm like, I don't care about that bobblehead carrot. And – is it literally as simple as you just need to increase the size of said carrots, yeah. but I need you to do that at scale where it's not a thousand because how, okay, how can you get as hard as his sellouts? Or can you get a 10% increase in bump of attendance during these games? Because I think that's what would really have the actionable impact is getting people out of the mindset. Sure. We've seen the, the bobbleheads and stuff, but what's the larger thing that I can do outside of Anthony Rizzo because obviously we would love that but that's not possible from a scale standpoint. Sure. Yeah, but
1: here's the thing, right? It's it's kind of like everything in life where, you know, not everyone's going to take action. But that they know that there's the possibility thereof they'll still take part in it. You know, people are gonna be lazy. People aren't gonna be the first five hundred, but they would be like, Oh, hey, we'll go. Oh, I didn't know I needed to come here an hour earlier to see the player, but they're still there. That doesn't even necessarily make them disappointed because it's on them. But again, you can do stuff like randomization. You can do things like, hey, we know we're not going to fill, you know, the stadium tonight. We know it. We know we have, you know, whole food service area and like the VIP area that could hold a thousand people people that's going to have 20 people in it guess what tonight super exclusive we're you know randomly picking you know 800 fans that can watch from the vip thing like do stuff like that where people are going to get an experience they would never get like say hey anyone who shows up by you know such and such time we're going to move you up to the you know to the field level (laughs) Like, do stuff like that. And, yeah, I know that there's logistical issues with that because what if that person shows up? But, again, figure it out. Like, get creative. Find ways to where, like, you're going to get upgraded. You're going to get cool stuff. You might meet a player. You might get a, you know, ball signed. You might then, if you, you know, leave after the eighth inning, the finish of the game. that you next time you're going to be able to come back and get a free beer or something, like, now, those are things of high value like sure is the bobblehead thing cool like yeah it's just an added value I'm not going to come to a game for a bobblehead or a calendar it's just an added value because I happen to be there but I would come to a game if I'm a fan or a moderate fan or I got a kid who's a fan of that team that might be able to meet the player or might get into VIP and that was an experience I would never get to get because you know I'm that type of person that would just never be able to buy that ticket if that was me right like those are the things of high value that teams can easily do and you could do a variety of things and you 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 can change it up and constantly test and try different things to find out what works and gets people into the stadium. But again, not doing anything is not going to get more people there and giving away basic stuff that people are just swag. No one cares enough. That's not going to get people to go to the stadium. And again, if you can really think about it on a way of how do you do it, whether you're giving access to players or sign balls or something really cool or access and seats you'd never get. If you're doing that, Well, guess what? You're creating these super fans. So the moderate fan might now be a super fan when they leave that game when it's 45 degrees out. That's a a game
0: changer. So you just nailed it. The takeaway from this, experience. Delivering an experience because that's one thing that you can never take away from anyone.
1: Yep. (laughs)